Visit us online at www.thehype873.com. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, checking in right here at the Hype 87.3 out in ATL. And listen, it has been a busy night over here at the Hype. We've had some really dope talent, but we got another dope artist checking in all the way from Houston by the name of Young Pope. What's going on with your family? How you doing? What's going on, man? First first thing is, I want to shout out everybody that tuned in to listen in. Like she mentioned, my name is Young Pope. I'm from Houston. I make Spanish music, like to all my Latino people, you know, reggaeton and stuff like that. But I also make hip hop. But right now, the record, you know, that I'm trying to push, it's a Spanish record and it's called Tocarati. So, you know, I, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you taking some time to be here because I know you have a lot going on. You got a busy schedule and we're going to definitely dive into all of that. So, were you born in Houston? So, no, I was originally born. In Mexico. Okay. So that's that's my roots right there, you know. Understood. For all my Mexican people, you know, it's, I was born in Mexico. I came over to this to the USA, and I landed in the beautiful city of Houston, Texas. Yes. And I've been out here for most of my life now. I've been over here for about 22 years, so, you know, and I love it, you know. Yeah. It's beautiful. Definitely. Houston is a great city. I love that market. I've been out there a few times. Um, definitely, it's heavy on the, the music scene, on the independent music scene. Um, but I want to, before we dive into everything that you got going on now, take us back a little bit. You know, what was your childhood like growing up in Houston? You know, growing up in Houston, you know, to all my Latino people out there, you know, we kind of relate. I kind of grew up in a small household, you know, my family, they were, they were not on the on the bigger salary tax brackets, you know, we, we had to work with what we had, right? So, you know, my parents, you know, I shout out to them as well. They did a good job raising me and my other siblings. But that's, you know, I, I grew up the same way as everybody did. I went to school, you know, my, my elementary, my middle school, my high school. When I got to high school, you know, I started trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And uh, in between that high school and college is when I figured out, you know, I had a little bit of talent, you know what I mean? You know, you get with the with your friends and stuff like that, you start doing freestyles and messing around and stuff like that. And one time, you know, I just decided to start taking it serious. And that's kind of how, how it started. Definitely. Now, before music became that passion, was there anything else that you were ever interested in, sports or anything like that? Or was it just pretty much always music for you? Man, honestly, you know, I was always interested in the in the American dream, quote-unquote, right? Seeing my people where they came from. Uh, my my definition of the American dream was just, you know, be out here, find a successful career, a good salary, I could live my life, and, you know, just do it like that. That was my, my main goal, which yeah. is, you know, still one of my main goals that I, I could probably say that I achieved, but, you know, now I'm trying to chase some bigger. Oh, no, that's right. Absolutely. That's that's the goal is just to, to rise up as big as you can, you know. Do you still have family in Mexico? Yeah, I have I have a lot of my family uh, in Mexico, but I do have some family over here as well. My household family, they're all here. Uh, my grandparents are over here too, but, you know, they travel here and there. They go back, they come back, and, and that's just how they roll. Understood. Absolutely. Do you ever get back to, uh, to Mexico where you were born at? Uh, not, not much, not much. I really don't, you know, uh, my schedule right now is, is real tight and busy. And, and I feel like if, if I ever do 
want to go back. I want to be able to relax and enjoy it. And I haven't <laughs> found that peace yet. You know what I mean? Understood. You in grind mode right now. You hustling out here. I love it. Right. <laughs> so when you first started doing music, um, you know, I know you said that, you know, probably uh, high school age, somewhere in there, you know, maybe between high school or graduating out of high school was when really music started becoming a passion for you. Was there anybody in particular, like music artists, whether they be local artists or celebrity artists that somewhat had an influence on you and not necessarily their sound, but maybe just their hustle? Right, right. Well, a lot of them actually, you know, when I was growing up and, and the only music I really actually listened to was what we had on like MTV on the radio so you know that's how i got more into into the radio type type music that i like so everything i listen to you know i listen to on the radio um as far as houston i mean we all know one of the biggest artists that came out of houston is like travis scott you know you'll have your pimp c was the big one i used to listen to pimp c a lot growing up but all the houston artists like that took off to that next level like travis scott beyonce i look up to them. I mean, I look up to all the Houston artists as well, right? But they, they took that, that rocket ship to another level that kind of broke that barrier and people are like, damn, maybe I can go to that top. You know what I mean? So that's, that's some of the people that I really you know, looked up to and listened to. Facts, absolutely. And I know that you love hip-hop and reggaeton. Are you fusing both of those genres into your music? That's one thing I am working on. You know, if if uh, you do listen to some of my music, you'll notice that in some of those music songs, I throw in some Spanish, mostly Spanish when I do Spanish songs, of course, but I throw in some English words too or incorporate some of those English words in it. And it gives you like a little extra, uh, like, you know, like a little swagger to it. And, I, and I've gotten good feedback on that. That sounds good. So, yeah, I do. I love that. I love the fact that you incorporate, you know, English and Spanish because... There's, to my knowledge, there's not a ton of artists right now that are doing that. So that fusion, right. you're going to capture a bigger audience, you know, because there's so many right, different right. types of genres out there. Everybody is a lover of music, but I feel like when you're, you know, incorporating both languages in there, that you're going to capture a bigger audience. And that really, that's the goal is you want to have a worldwide fan base. Right, right. No, I agree. Definitely the you know, if I speak both, I might as well use them to, to my advantages and get it going like that. Most definitely. What was the first song, if you could take us back and if you recall, what was the first song that you actually ever released on, like, the digital platform, such as Spotify, Apple Music, stuff like that? The first song I ever released, it was called Victoria Secreto, which is in English, Victoria's Secret. And uh, that's one of the first records I actually put on you know, all streams, all platforms and stuff like that. Before that, I was just, you know, releasing some stuff on YouTube or, or, or doing that type of stuff. But that Victoria Secreto record is the first one. How would you feel, how do you think that that song helped you, like, you know, catapult your career into, like, really taking it seriously? Because now it's out there on all these major digital platforms. Would you say putting that out there kind of lit some fuel and added some fuel to your fire, saying, you know what, I got my music on these major platforms. Did that motivate you to go harder? Man, definitely. And I know all the artists, you know, that that are listening or that will listen in, that they'll tell you the same thing. As soon as you put out one record, you're going to be like, man, I can go harder than that. So it makes you want to, you know, get better quality, get better lyrics, better chorus, 
you know, it it, it gives you fire to do all that. So yeah, definitely, I, I would say yes. And even with any release, you know, it gives you more fire to keep going harder. Definitely, most definitely. I know that you have uh, personally, you've worked with various multi, uh, multiple, uh, multi-platinum um, producers, right? Who are a couple of those producers that you worked with? I got two, two of the most producers I like to mention. One of them, his name is Comet Beat, which is uh, that new, newest record I got is by him. He's worked with multiple popular Spanish artists like uh, Lunai. Uh, Barruco. It's big artists in Spanish, and uh, also uh, this this other artist that I well, this artist producer that I work with, uh, his name is Fire Beats. And uh, what what's funny thing about him is I used to you know be on YouTube looking for beats and stuff, and and I used actually one of his beats in one of my early early Spanish songs, which is called Miami. That's the song, the name of the song, Miami, and. Uh, about two, three months later, that man had a song with Takashi Six Nine. So it's like you know, it's crazy how like I saw his potential and I knew he was gonna be gone, but he just took off before me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we are on. We're moving on Godspeed. You know, everybody's journey is a little bit different, and I think the most important part of that is actually falling in love with the journey. Because if we don't fall in love with the process and the journey we don't have fun with it. Would you say that you're really in love with the whole journey of you creating music and becoming a superstar? Yeah, the journey, the journey is the best part. You know, I mean, a lot of the times as an artist, we sit here and want it the fast way, but I, you know, in my experience, the fast way, you know, sometimes that's like 1% of the people that happens that way. So I, I realized that falling in love with the journey is the best part because seeing yourself grow, seeing yourself, think better, seeing yourself get more artistic musically and smarter, then that, that's the best part, in my opinion. Man, we cannot rush the process. We have to trust the process. So you definitely dropped a gem right there because you're right. A lot of people try to um, rush everything through everything. We can't do that because, you know, anything that's uh, worth having is worth working for. And that's what you're doing is you're working hard to become this superstar artist, you know, and really you are a superstar. We're manifesting that, right? Right, right. Yo, definitely. The superstar, that's that's the main goal. And and I also want to mention, you know, to the people listening that maybe they don't want to reach that superstar level. They just want to do it and get an extra income, you know, here and there. That's that's fine too. But as long as like you said, don't don't expect this to be a quick, easy lottery, you know, you scratch it and get to the top. So just just trust the process and keep going. Absolutely. How long would you say that you've really been taking your music career like on a real serious level? Uh, honestly, maybe now about three years. Three years is when I recently, you know, just started getting more into the not just the music side, but you know, on the legal side, on the on the marketing side. You know, it, it's more to it than just releasing good music. So. I've been just trying to learn and learn as I go, but I've been taking this a little bit more serious as far as spending my time and my money into stuff for three years. What was that transition for you? What made you decide that you wanted to really start taking it seriously and getting your music business together and start doing the marketing? What was that turning point for you? The turning point for me, and I feel like a lot of people can relate, is seeing somebody that's already doing it and thinking, man, I could do that, yeah. or I could do that even better. Or, you know, nowadays we live in a 
in a society where you don't even got to release a good song. I've seen bad songs go viral. They get all the perks that come with it. People might book them just to laugh at the song or other cases, but anybody could make it nowadays, honestly. So just seeing other people make it and, and me knowing that I can make it where they're at or higher. Definitely. Let me ask you this. We are heavily in a content era. You know, social media is everything right now. Do you think that you would still want to pursue doing music if social media didn't exist? I would. You know, I would. And and, and that comes back to, you know, just loving to create the music and stuff like that. Uh, the social media and all that, you know, that'll just be extra doors to take you to some other places whenever your music career, you know, comes to an end or whatever the case is. Because social media is never going to end. That's right. So, but yeah, that, that's that's for sure. Definitely. So what are some of the things that you're doing outside of your social media to market yourself? You know, you're here with us tonight on the hype. So we definitely appreciate you taking some time. What are some of the other things, you know, people can be in tune with that you're doing outside of social media? Right. Right. So right now, you know, as far as my, my Instagram, my Instagram, uh, you can find me at real young Pope. Uh, I do a lot of, a lot of TikTok as well. You know, TikTok right now is one of those platforms where you never know what could happen. You could drop two, three videos on whatever niche you got. It could take off the next day. I I have a little bit of a of a following there as well on TikTok. I believe my my channel name on TikTok is I'm Young Pope, and I just do a lot of uh, creative stuff. You know, I like to do from anything from music to doing reacting to funny videos and stuff like that so I, I surround myself myself with entertainment overall music is just something that that i really want to incorporate with all the other stuff so i can have more listeners and and more audience and stuff like that definitely absolutely um what about like getting out and doing shows and stuff like that have you been hitting some stages and doing performances i've had a, a couple shows nothing too too major you know that i'll say that that that's like you know a big stage and stuff like that that's something i'm i'm slowly working myself on to get in uh one performance i do like to to speak on or stand out to everybody is uh, i performed at at v live down in houston texas and, and the reason i'm saying that is because you know v live used to be one of the one of the the places that people mention in their music you know you got these famous rappers going to v live throwing money in v live one of v live so v live has a a mark in hip hop. So when I when I was there performing there, you know, it, it was crazy and uh you know, as far as crazy, I mean, you know, I call myself young Pope. That's one thing I didn't mention is when I get on stage or whatever the case is, I I dress myself as a young Pope. I have my, my Pope robe, my Pope outfit, you know, I go out, I go out with like a like a bang. You know, I make my name stand out. This is young Pope and and they love it, you know. That is dope. I love that. I love the fact that you have um, your particular image set that people can understand because you're a brand. You know, Young Pope is a brand. So perception is everything. And so now you have figured out a way to stand out. Rather than trying to fit in with what everybody else has got going on, you found a way to stand out. And you're doing it unapologetically being yourself. You're giving them who you are as a whole, 110%. I love that. More artists need to do right. that. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I told myself, man, look, I, I got to do something different. And, and this just popped in my head, which 
which, you know, I, I had a really where I got the name Young Pope is one time I had a dream that I was like in front of a, a crowd. But it, it looked like a like a stage, but it looked like a church in the background. And when I looked down on myself, I was wearing like a robe. So ever since then, I rolled with it, Young Pope. And I just brought that little dream to, to reality. And now I'm, I incorporate that robe and that, that Pope theme everywhere. That is dope. I love it. Do you have some current music videos out? Yeah, I do. I have uh, two two music videos that are recently released. Uh, my my newest one is is this song that I'm trying to push out, which is called Tocarati. That's on YouTube, and you know that that'll be Tocarati in, in English. It just means uh, it, it won't sound the same, but it just means touching on you. And uh, if you want to look that up on YouTube, it'll be T O C A R space A. T.I. You'll find that on YouTube. It's too young. Pope Tocarati. And then I have another record that I that shot a video to. It's called uh, DMLQTQ, which means Dame Lo Que Tu Quieras. And that's another video I have on YouTube as well. So if you find the other one, you go down on my page and you'll find all my recent music videos. Definitely. And anybody that's tuned in, if you have not already, make sure you go subscribe to his YouTube channel. But once you subscribe, go to his videos, give him a thumbs up, leave him a comment. That's one thing that these artists really depend on is your support with their YouTube channel. You have to subscribe. You have to because in order for an artist or anybody really to get their YouTube page monetized, you have to have a certain number of watch hours and a certain number of subscribers. So every subscriber counts. So I encourage anybody who's listening in right now, if you are on YouTube, go to subscribe to his YouTube channel. I'm going to make sure I do it as well because I want to support you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah. And just to, you know, add on what you said, uh, the way I explain this to my people out there in Wealth Nation, which, you know, I want to shout out to Wealth Nation, Brother Beat, uh, Rob T, all them that helped me, you know, get in this position right here. I told them like this, and this is, you know, anybody can relate. I'm just waiting on that Keith Lee effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I need that Keith Lee effect to just put me on that spotlight to be like, look, this one of them uh, holding the spot joins, and boom. That's really, that's really your chick. Nah, facts. And definitely shout out to Brother Beats, man. That's the homie right there. I, I, I spoke with him a little bit earlier today. He's a good dude. Definitely shout out to the whole Wealth Nation team, Rob Terrell and Farrell Jaro and, and Liz and everybody over at Wealth Nation. Right. So, yeah, that, that's exciting. Now, out of all the records that you have released on the digital platforms, which one of those songs is your most personal song? Like, which one is the most personal to Young Pope? Most personal. That's that's a good question. Uh, I would say my recent one, Tocarati, is is more personal because I put in more of my of my time into creating this record. Uh, I put in a little bit more money behind the quality. I put in a little bit more, you know, knowledge into it. Uh, I feel like that's that's my closest record, personal yeah. to me. Well, let's talk about it a little bit more in depth because we're going to listen to it in just a few minutes. Um, what did the okay. creative process look like for this record? Where were you at, like, mentally? In, you know, like, where were you at when you were writing this record? Like, what was the emotions like? What was on your heart? Like, break that down for us, the creative process. Right, right. So my process might be a little bit different than other people. Uh, sometimes I'll write depending on my emotions, but... As far as this record, uh, I wrote it when I was feeling like I was already at the top. You know, I listened to a lot of radio music, a lot of mainstream music, and uh, 
you know, kind of like the, the beats, the type of choruses they, they create. And that's really like that vibe. I, that's what I, one thing I really like is, it's like a good vibe, a good club record, something that you could be out in the club at a bar playing in the background and you're just having an amazing time. So a lot of these times I, I put myself in those positions, go out, explore, and then I start writing down different stuff or I'll pick different beats and then I'll just go in the studio and start recording. Most of the time it comes out two to three takes. Like this one, the chorus, I mean, the chorus I did in one take, it just came to me and I just started jotting it down and, and recording it. Uh, but that's really my, my process. I just start playing beats and put myself in those positions, you know, and I just start writing. And it all comes together. Who are you working with um, in regards to your engineering? Who's, like, doing the mix and master on your music? Right, right. My mix and master, you know, I want to shout out to Audible Studios, 713 Studios out here in uh, Houston, you know, and surrounding areas as well. Uh, my two main engineers that I work with right now, his name is Danny. He works at Audible. And also, shout out to Random. He works at Audible as well. And Geo down at 713 Studios. Those people, you know, they make the magic. They don't get enough recognition as it is already in the business. Facts. You know? But uh, they're, they're the ones that make, you know, that that's the makeup for an artist. <laughs> they going to get you right, you know? They're going to put all in effects, all that little auto-tune or whatever the case is. You just got to connect as a team and you'll have a good sound. Man, you just said a mouthful. That is facts. These engineers are absolutely not getting enough recognition. So, you know, I appreciate you shouting them guys out because they are definitely in the studio creating magic. So when you have right. them working on your song, they're doing the mix and master, and they send that final version back to you, how many times would you say that you listen to it before you decide that you're going to put it out? Man, I know, I know my my engineer Danny because he's the one that uh did that record Tocara. See, I had that record in my in my files for maybe like four months before I released the final version. I sit there and listen to it <laughs> in the morning when I wake up, at lunch, when I leave at a, you know wherever I'm doing because it, it has to hit in every situation. You don't know if one person listening to it in the morning, he might click skip. I don't want to listen to that right now, so I just try to get every perspective and 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 finally, you know, release it. But, yeah, a lot of times. A lot of times. <laughs> Definitely. And in the car, too. I know that's one of the places a lot of artists like to listen to that new music is in the car to get that vibe from it, right? <laughs> yeah, especially the car, yep. yep. <laughs> Throughout your career in music, what would you say is, like, one of the best pieces of advice that you've been given about the music business? Right. The biggest advice, you know, and this, this is for all the upcoming artists, uh, no one is going to hand you nothing, you know? It's very rare that somebody comes up in this business, someone just grandfathers them in, and that's that's okay, too. But if, if, if like me, like, I didn't have no connects, I didn't have, you know, I had to learn all this stuff. Uh, biggest thing is invest in yourself and invest in your career. Don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to think outside the box, you know, kind of like what I'm doing. You know, it might seem crazy to some people, but it, crazy nowadays, you know, it's the new normal. I mean, we got aliens in Miami, whatever the case is, but <laughs> besides the point, you know, yeah, just invest in yourself, invest in your knowledge. I mean, you can always learn, you know, just in a car ride, put a YouTube video, search up how to trademark my, my stage name, you know, stuff like that, so I, I'll say that. No, that is dope. Thank you for sharing that as well, because you are absolutely right. Like, YouTube is 
a plethora, like a lot of people reference it as YouTube University, and I call it that Duke as well, because I've learned so much about everything that I do from YouTube. Go yeah. watch them videos. You have to study this because it is a business. So thank you for addressing that, you know, to people who right, are just coming right. in industry, definitely, because they need to hear that, especially from an artist like yourself who's been doing this for a little while now and that you're really understanding, you know, how all this business works. Um, but we're going to get into this right. record and check it out. Um, do you have anything okay, cool, in, cool. like, uh, do you have any uh, EPs or albums in the works that we can stay tuned for? Yeah, so upcoming, you know, I'm working on a on on an EP. I don't have a specific name for it yet, but I do have one EP that I released in the past. That is the name of it is called Amen, which is Amen in Spanish. Same thing. Um, but I got you know I got a lot of records that I have saved up. Like I was mentioning, you know, I'm just trying to get all my my legal side set up right. Everything you know have a good structure so I can finally start pushing us out the right way because. You know, for for an artist pushing out stuff, you know, you gotta you gotta push it out strategically. So I do got some records coming up. I have one that I want to release soon. It's called uh, Sin Condon, and uh, you know, it, it sounds you know funny in English because you know it don't translate the same. But in English, uh, it's called uh, Without Rubber, which uh, you you know it's it's, it's something different. But uh, it, it's it's a good record. Um, I have a preview of it on, on my Instagram. You know, if you do go follow me, you, you know you can go listen to that. And uh, yeah, that's really much it. You know, I'm gonna keep uh keep doing what I'm doing and trying to spread knowledge and and drop some bangers. I know that's right. And I did have the opportunity to check out the record earlier that was sent to me. Um, what a great record! We're gonna hear it just in a few minutes. And I'm very impressed by your knowledge of this music industry. I can tell that you have a clear understanding of not only how the music business works, but you're actually applying it as well. So I definitely will see you at the top. We're going to work. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. If you ever come out here to Atlanta, make sure you look me up because, you know, I got a, I got a studio out here. We got the radio station out here. I'd love to have definitely. you come through. Yeah. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll add that to my list, you know. If I'm ever out there, I'll... I'll come out there for sure. Yeah, most definitely. So before we get in the record, a couple things we need to do. One, tell everybody that's tuned in, listening in, where they can follow you at on, like, your Instagram, your TikTok, or any other platforms that you're on. Right, right. You know, again, to close it off, I appreciate everybody that tuned in. My Instagram is RealYoungPope. You can go follow me on that. My Twitter, you know, I use Twitter a lot, too. My Twitter is at IYoungPope. And my TikTok, if you want to see, you know, kind of the content I do on there, you can follow me. And the the username for that is as well, I'm Young Folk. Definitely. And you got a lot of people tuned in. Uh, the map is absolutely lit up. I just wanted to say, you know, I can see people from Cali. I can see people from, it looks like, San Antonio, from Houston, all the way up to Minnesota, right. to Washington, D.C., um, shout out to, I believe, my business partner out there in Jacksonville's tuned in. So you got a lot of people that are tuning in and supporting you and loving on you. Um, anybody that, you know, yeah, you, you, you want to just in particular show some love to? Right, right. I, I want to shout out to, you know, my, my younger siblings, you know, Cesar, Saul. I want to shout out my fiance as well. You know, I'm sure she's on here too. She's helped me out through everything. And uh, my parents, you know, my parents, I shout out my parents and I shout out to Wealth Nation, Rob Beat, Rob Terrell, and you as well. You know, that's 
Oh, that rhymed me. That was an intentional, but it rhymed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know top of my head. That's really much it. I'm sure there's other people I got to thank for too, and that that I miss, but. You know, that's that's who came to mind right now. Absolutely, most definitely. And shout out to yourself. Shout out to yourself for being so hardworking, being dope, and just really understanding this music business. Right, correct. I appreciate that, yes. Definitely. Now, I'm going to need you to go ahead and uh, reintroduce the song because you say it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I know you said in English it's, it's touching on you, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's called the uh, the record is called Tocar a Ti, and uh, that's basically what it means is touching on you, and 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 you'll you'll notice when I when I said that I like that that club scene, that mainstream media type music, that good feeling, hard beat, you know, good chorus. Yeah, y'all would like it. Trust me. Definitely, and this is already out there on the digital streaming platforms. That's correct. This is all out on all streaming platforms. From Spotify to Apple Tunes to YouTube Music, or if you do Amazon Music, whatever the case is, you know, go stream it on there. If it's not on there, on whatever you're streaming on, DM me because we're going to have to get that on there too. I know that's right, most definitely. Well, we definitely are about to play it right here on the Hype 87.3, so go ahead and introduce the record for us. Yeah, so the record is going to be Tocarati, that's by Young Folk. A.K.A. Y.P., A.K.A. Young Papa, El Papa, all these different names. I don't even know my real name anymore. <laughs> but yeah, go tune in. Tocarati. Let's get it. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to The Hype 87.3. Quiere tomar, ella siempre quiere pelear. 
Ella quiere más.